श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि इन द लास्ट टॉक वी सॉ द डेफिनेशन ऑफ श्रद्धा एंड इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंस इट्स सेलियंस फॉर आत्मज्ञान एज अ क्वालिफिकेशन फॉर सेल्फ नॉलेज वी सॉ दैट देन we also saw why there is a block when we are able to believe anything somebody is there is a big sale everything is practically free people will be ready to believe that there is heaven and it's a wonderful place go to swarga people will have no problem believing that but you suffer from atma agnyanam that is the cause of sorrow freedom and redemption is here and right now in fact the truth of you is whole and limitless no that can't be possible <laughs> we saw the reasons why because first it is extremely outlandish so therefore it is difficult to believe and secondly secondly it is not in keeping with my lived experience where i'm crying all the time <laughs> it's not in in the jeevas it's not uh, anukula means it's not uh, in keeping with the lived experience which is dukhi sukhi we saw that we also saw that the other reason for uh this distrust has to do with the feeling that this knowledge is not enough it has to be experienced this joy has to be experienced this ananda has to be experienced what will it do just sitting in class and listening or just sitting in front of a video and listening or listening to a talk nothing these all we saw in the previous talk now we come to the other component of shraddha which has to do with the internal factors those all those other factors are also internal but they are outwardly focused because it is outlandish because it is it is so outrageous that i cannot uh, trust and so now this has to do with seeing the source of distrust tracing the source of distrust back to oneself we have an expression you spot it you got it meaning anything that you think is a problem it somehow in a roundabout way or a straight way it comes back to you you are the problem oh no but thankfully you are also the solution you are the problem you are the solution and so therefore what therefore there is some redemption possible and looking at lack of shraddha from this angle is very 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 important because shraddha as we saw in the previous talk is the one singular qualification having which the knowledge is assured it's not that shama dama viveka vairagya that we have discussed earlier 
they, it's not that they are not important. They are extremely important. But without Shraddha, none of them will work by themselves. Shraddha is the master key that clinches the whole thing. If Shraddha is there, Viveka, Vairagya, everything will come. If Shraddha is not there, then it is very difficult for any of them to come. That is the idea. Shraddha is highlighted uh, in, in the Upanishad. Shraddha Bhakti Jnana Yogad Avaihi Kaivalya Upanishad, the beginning mantra. And Shraddha is highlighted in the Bhagavad Gita. Shraddha Van Labhate Jnanam. This is what is said. The one equipped with Shraddha gains the knowledge of the self as non-separate from God, Ishvara, Bhagavan. And so therefore this emphasis brings us back after looking at all the reasons why I cannot trust and what is distrust all about, brings us back to the source of distrust which is centered on the I. Centered on the I means which has to do with the distrust that one has experienced in childhood. So what is this childhood distrust? In the beginning, the child is helpless. When the child is born, even though it's seen as an independent entity, it has its own little bed to sleep in and all that, but still it is very much dependent, totally helpless cries for everything, same cry. The mother has to think, okay, okay, nappy change, check, done. <laughs> Feeding, done. Oh, it must be having stomach pain. This is all guesswork. Child cannot communicate. Nothing. And it, uh, it just goes to anybody that will care for it. It can be abandoned by the mother. Like this, it happens. So many places, times we see. It's abandoned by the mother by the roadside. Sometimes it happens and then it's picked up by somebody else and it happily goes with them thinking they will take care of me. It doesn't have any idea, no brain development, no emotional development, no physical development, no mental development, nothing. It's just there helpless, needing 24-7-365 care, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 365 days a year, constant care. Can't leave it alone for a second. And then it looks at the caregivers. Ah, gods, these are my gods. They somehow miraculously know when I am hungry. They miraculously know when I want to fall asleep. They know when I am uncomfortable. And besides, they can walk and they can make some noises and the other person hears them and they make some noises back. They can talk. When I open my mouth, all I can do is cry and make some gurgling sounds. They are gods. They are my gods. From mother and father, they are my god. The child goes to, oh my god. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> over time, over from age 0 to 4, that is when the unconscious mind is developed, the psychologist. These are my gods, that feeling, to, oh my god, who are these people? 
What happened? What changed? There is inconsistency. There is fallibility. No matter how clever, how wonderful, how attentive the parents are, they are fallible. The mother drops the child down the flight of stairs. Boing, 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 finished. <laughs> and the child is just like, I have to depend on you still. I'm only, I'm only eight and a half months old. I, you still have to feed me, you still have to clothe me, you still have to take care of me. And I'm supposed to be okay with that. And just now, look what you did. Since the child has to depend on the father and the mother, it is helpless. It cannot do other ones. That's how the unconscious mind develops because otherwise there is a disconnect. Like here is an abuser. It doesn't know anything better. It doesn't know it's an accident. Here is a person who is grossly neglectful. Here is somebody who hurt me. This abuser is a big word, you know, so it, it may not know that. There is someone who I associate with hurt, but yet I have to sit in your lap because it feels good. <laughs> yet I have to drink your milk. Yet I have to do this. So the unconscious mind is a veil by Mother Maya to stop the child from wailing, yeah, from crying. It's apohanam. The Bhagavad Gita will talk about it. Apohanam means forget. So that the child can continue to somewhat trust this person and still be dependent and still gurgle and laugh and pretend nothing happened. And behind the laugh and the smile of the child is, a, is an appeal. Don't hurt me again. <laughs> Don't drop me again, daddy, mommy. Don't do this to me again. I am helpless. Look, I can be cuter still. Look, I learned to do a new thing. Would you like to see? I learned to crawl. I learned to jump. I learned to walk. I learned to kick my legs up in the air. I learned to do all these things just for you. Because the dependency of the child makes it anxious to please this mother and the father who even forget sometimes that it exists. And we find in, in big fairs and everything, there will be a crying child and an announcer. <laughs> and the, the child will not say, I am lost. The child will say, the parents are lost. It is true also. Parents are lost in their own world. So this kind of a discrepancy is very difficult to live with because the child has to live for a long time. It's not like the child of a giraffe. As soon as it's born, it starts to walk with its long slender neck. It is walking. Child of an elephant walks. Child of a tiger walks. Child of a hyena. Child of a fox. Even the child of a monkey is better. It knows how to hold on to the mother at least. This child is totally useless. It is totally dependent on the parents. And so it, the, there is a mechanism in the world for, uh, for the allowing of the suppression of the difficulties connected to the primary caregivers. <laughs> Parading as caregivers in the child's mind. And sometimes the child comes to wrong conclusions because it is small. 
mother goes to take a bath and the mother says, I'll be out in 10 minutes. The child has no idea what 10 minutes means. And it will bang the door with its head and hands and everything. And come to a conclusion, mother has abandoned me. And 15 minutes later, the mother comes uh, out and hugs the child, holds the child. Still the feeling is, this, this being here cannot be trusted. <laughs> Keeps going away. Why? Because I want somebody all the time. I'm small and I'm, I'm helpless. I want somebody all the time. Should she not have any needs? Of course she doesn't have any needs. She shouldn't have any needs. I'm the only thing that is the need. I'm the only thing with need. And so the unconscious mind puts a veil on this and allows the child to grow up more or less normally, pursue its hobbies, study and become an adult, a so-called successful adult who has a degree, who has a, a job, all these things. So the unconscious is, that's why it's called unconscious. No one remembers because one is too small and we don't even know what is there. It is kept suppressed. Finally, it comes out when it is safe enough to feel unsafe. Usually in a trusted friendship, in a relationship, in a marriage. All the feelings come out and that close person, the significant others are targeted. What's wrong with you? Why are you like this? You're always like this. This is what somebody told Pujja Swamiji, a newly married couple, one of the couple, the woman told Pujja Swamiji, he's always like this. Arranged marriage. Swamiji just asked the question, how long have you been married? Three and a half months. So how can you say always? <laughs> Here itself is a clue. Always means it is a memory of this always. And that memory has nothing to do with the person in front of you. It is centered on this I. The always is a projection. The always in always is centered on the I. And that is where one has to look. And here the memory is not important. Because the memory will be distorted, the memory will be hazy, the memory sometimes, frankly, is also missing. There won't be any memory. And so therefore, what is important is working with the feeling. Working with the feeling. This is the lack of Shraddha. This is why there is lack of Shraddha. Because along with the hurt, the unconscious mind developed mechanisms to defend oneself. So the trust in the mother drops, 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 drops. Trust in the father drops, 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 drops. Inside. On the uh, outside, the child is fine, wonderful. And sometimes the child may not even be able to admit to itself that I have these issues. These are my mother issues. These are my father issues. The child may not even be able to express. But they are there. They are very much there. And so... They have to be resolved. So that's the resolution of the unconscious is connected with Shraddha because that's the source of Ashraddha. Ashraddha means distrust, total distrust. And so therefore, one has to work with the unconscious mind. 
through yoga yoga is very good because it cultivates self love that is what one needs because one feels unloved by everybody else so one has to develop self love self love should be developed and then what else then uh, this uh, um, therapy is very good if the unconscious is very heavy if there are lots of issues if there is abandonment abuse neglect in a very big way uh, if one does not come from a secure family then therapy is very good and getting one's horoscope read horoscope read is very good because at least there is some reason and somehow one is able to relax anything to make you be able to see it from a little bit of a distance whatever is going on and then one has to parent the unconscious one has to parent the unconscious get a little space inner space it's not outer space because the unconsciousness is so to speak within so get some inner space and parent the unconscious just like you would parent a child unconscious wants to come and come out right now and make you slap somebody because you're so angry and you say ah uh ah -uh, we aren't going to do that but i'm hurting i will take care of you yeah right you have spent your whole life doing whatever you wanted nobody has taken care of me the other little child inside will say it's a truncated little child needing love needing attention that you only can give even though it's tempting to farm out to outsource this is a good word these days to outsource the in this inner hurting being to the significant other to the guru <laughs> to the friend this must be resisted why because significant other means they will if you if you give them one inner child to take care of they will give you three are you prepared to take care of their inner children absolutely not <laughs> so better to take care of your own until the honeymoon period then it feels cute oh the other person's inner child is cute yeah that's why it's called honeymoon period after that there is neither moon nor honey okay <laughs> so there this is what it is and so you have to parent it by observing it and talking to it and allowing it to be integrated to you, into you so it is not disappearance it is not getting rid of this inner child it is letting it grow up and showing it that it is secure this is the inner work and the outer work is the of cultivating shraddha entails looking at the fact looking honestly and doing a total look at the fact that my distrust started with the mother and the father and it can only be healed by daring to trust ishvara as the mother and the father of the universe discovering this shraddha as uh, you know as the at the feet of the infallible understanding that my parentage is in, infallible part of the uh, the projection of ishvara the jagat my karma is an infallible part of the order of the ishvara everything is given everything is within ishvara 
Therefore, I make amends by daring to trust the infallible in the form of the mother and the father of the universe. That distrust, which happened with the local mother and father, is regained by surrender to the altar that is the mother and the father of the universe. This is the way the Shraddha is rediscovered because I, I cultivate, um, I seek help with the father and the mother of the universe. This is what it is. Very, very beautiful. And in the Sama Veda, we have a very nice uh, mantra. Setu Umstara Setu Umstara Bustaran Bustaran Beautiful mantra. Setum stara. Cross the bridge. What kind of a bridge is it? Dustaran setum stara. Cross the bridge which is extremely difficult to cross. How? By doing the opposite of what the tendency is. Danena by giving cross the inability to give. Cross the inability to give Adanam Stara. Cross the inability to give by giving. Shraddhaya Shraddham Shraddhaya Ashraddham Stara. Satyena Anuritam Stara. Shraddhaya through Shraddha conquer Ashraddha. Which is saying how to overcome distrust by trusting. How to overcome lack of compassion by deliberately engaging in acts of compassion. But I don't want to. I can't. Too bad. This is the way. This is the way. And so this is how the Shraddha is discovered, rediscovered. And then one is, one can see the connection because the pramana, the means of knowing the self, come from the teacher and the shastra, not by oneself. So I am forced to trust a source that is other than me. And so therefore, this rediscovery of the trust and this inner work with the inner child, etc., is going to make me fit enough to be a person that is assimilating the knowledge easily rather than fighting it every single uh, step of the way. And that is the, that is what Shraddha is. Shraddha is there, knowledge comes effortlessly. No Shraddha, no knowledge. And little Shraddha struggling against all these blocks and resistances. Little Shraddha means knowledge peppered with, inhibited by vagueness, lack of clarity and error and doubts. This is Shraddha. Now we have one more last qualification to look at. It is called 
Samadhanam Samadhanam Sam plus A plus Dha Dha to keep Sam very well A totally Very well totally keeping Keeping what? That is not said The mind Samadhanam Samadhanam means Chitta Ekagrata Eka one Agre means right in front. Chitta, the mind. The inner instrument is, is with what is right in front. Ekagra. Agra means in front. Eka means one. Single-minded focus. Focus is samadhana. Because without focus, how will this knowledge come? And then everybody complains. I have no concentration. I can't focus. I can't concentrate. Put that person, I mean that is a lie. Everybody can concentrate. Put that person in a movie hall. Ah. Without blinking they will be concentrating, is it not? Ah. And put that person in front of a wonderful book which they like. Mystery or romance or horror, whatever their genre, doesn't matter. Put them, give them a book. Or give them a, even better, give them their favorite video game. They're able to concentrate, no problem. Hours will go by and then they'll say, Oh, I missed lunch because I was so focused and so immersed in this. Concentration is not the problem. The inability to concentrate is not at all the issue. Then what is the issue? The issue is the uh, two things. One is that one is not interested in what one is doing. You put them in a movie hall, they will be completely enraptured by whatever the story is. Put them in front of a Sanskrit book, Ramaha, Rama, Ramaha, I can't focus. <laughs> so the question is not of one of focus. The bluff has been called. Absolutely. So therefore, it is, it is not that you lack concentration. It is something else. It is the inability to cultivate interest in what you have to do. For that karma yoga, we have to go back. We have to go back to karma yoga. And what is Karma Yoga? Ishwararpana Buddhi. Anything that I do is given to Ishwara. Ishwara is the Karta. Better think like that. Better say, I am not doing it. I hate Sanskrit. But I am not doing it. Ishwara is doing the Ramaha, Ramu, Ramaha table. Think like that if that helps. And so why do you hate Sanskrit? If you ask like that, if in, to, to keep going with the example. People will say, because I am bad at it. Because if you are good at it, you would not uh, have any difficulty with it. Why are you bad at it? There will be some other reason. Because I don't have confidence. And so, uh, Atma Vishwasa is not there. Confidence is not there. That means the confidence has to be cultivated. When the confidence is cultivated, along with that, what else is cultivated? The... The Ekagrata is also cultivated. 
the desire for it is cultivated, the desire brings in the focus. And so the maxim of karma yoga, karma yoga in one line is growing from a person who, uh, who loves to do what there is to do. Growing from a person who struggles to do what they want to do to a person who likes to do whatever there is to do. In the first instance, the person keeps wanting to do what they like. Can you always do what you like? How many times can you do what you like? Very rarely. There will always be one daddy there, you know. Or somebody will be there. Oh, this is against the rules. It will be illegal. Or it is immoral. <laughs> because it is not... You, you like this person's money. But unfortunately, it belongs to them. You can't have it. It's immoral, unethical. Or you love gulab jamun. But you can't have it. Why? Too many calories. Everything is like that. You can't always do what you what you want, what you love. Therefore, you become very smart and you outsmart this complaining person inside by learning to love whatever it is that you have to do. And then we go back to the previous one, Swadharma Anushthanam. What is Swadharma Anushthanam? We saw that earlier. Swadharma Anushthanam is Uparama. We saw that. And so we go back to Uparama. So this is how all these qualifications are linked. If you touch one, all of them come like a bunch of noodles. This is what happens. And so Samadhanam means learning to love whatever there is to do. And in fact, in vernacular languages in India, Samadhanam doesn't mean focus. Samadhanam means consoling oneself. This is really what it is. It is in keeping with this, uh, the, with this definition. Samadhanam means consoling oneself and learning to love whatever one has to do. Then the focus comes. Oh, but the focus comes, but then it goes away. That is why the practice of Japa is advertised. It's highly recommended. Oh, but in Japan, my mind keeps going away. You can't complain. That's what the mind is supposed to do. Otherwise, it won't be Japa, will it? What will it be? Samadhi. <laughs> Japa means the mind will go away. Yato, yato, nishcharate. As it goes away, tatas, tatas, niyam, yaitat. Keep bringing it back. Keep bringing it back. That is the idea. As it goes, keep bringing it as it leaves, keep bringing it back. And Samadhanam is very important for Atma Jnana because Atma Jnana is based on Shravana. And when you listen, you have to make it such that nothing else exists. Inside or outside. Inside the bubbles of thoughts come, you can just don't even look at them. Outside there is a sound there, there is some, something there. And then, you know, in the classroom, somebody's birthday, a big cake comes. And then, naturally, oh, what flavor? <laughs> Whose birthday? 
all that you just focus all the sense organs are with you the mind is with you and the ahankara is at the feet of the guru listening to the shastra and that is the mind that is ready for knowledge and that is the mind that that alone gains this knowledge chitta chitta ekagrata another meaning we can give samadhanam a related meaning is the uh, avoiding multitasking in the work in the corporate world the one who can multitask is gets the promotion this is a quality that is very much favored not in veda we learn to do one thing at a time slowly nicely and well you don't have the tv going in the background the the music in the ears and then doing something here and also talking on the phone what happens nothing happens and the more we do that the more all these new new uh, symptoms called adhd add all these things the children are being uh, discover uh, you know diagnosed with and yes it could be that this is it could be prarabdha and some uh, uh, you know the time has come for these kinds of uh, diseases to be manifest syndromes to be manifest but these kinds of disorders but we also have to take a frank look at the connection between all the devices that one is addicted to and the increase in the inability to focus so vak tapas they used to do earlier one day a week i won't talk one day a week i won't eat those are easy child's play one day a week i will not look at the phone or the computer cyber fast cyber fast becomes a very wonderful sadhana for samadhanam so when there is samadhanam the mind is tranquil and there is space for the shastra to walk in there is space for the guru to do the magic of shedding all the wrong notions that are there no samadhanam no gnana or one may have gnana but it will be riddled with lot of errors om tat sat